Today is the first Sunday in Lent, and uh, through the weeks of Lent and up to Easter, and including Easter Sunday, we'll be looking at uh, various I am statements of Jesus Christ. And today we'll hear the statement, I am the bread of life. In following weeks, we'll be reading from the statements, I am the light of the world, I am the gate, I am the good shepherd, I am the way, the truth, and the life, I am the true vine, and on Easter Sunday, I am the resurrection and the life. And through these I am statements, Jesus reveals to his people who he is. And these statements not only tell us who Jesus is, but also tell us of his mission and his reason for coming down to earth as God. And man, it's in the Old Testament book of Exodus 3, verse 14, where God tells Moses these words, I am who I am. And if Pharaoh asks who sent you, tell him, I am. I am. I have been. I always will be. And we read in Revelation 1, verse 8, where Jesus states, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come the Almighty. So as we journey through this Lent season, these I am statements will affirm what things we already know about Jesus. Perhaps these statements will teach us something that we did not know, and through the Holy Spirit of Jesus grow closer in our relationship to Him as our Lord and Savior, the great I am, and encouraging others into a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Before we read from John 6, 25 to 40, let's come to God in prayer. Father God, as we go through this new series during Lent, work in us through your Holy Spirit to understand further and deeper of who Jesus is and what that means for each of us, your children, your daughters, your sons. Grant us not only more information to learn about Jesus, but through this information, grant us transformation and obedience to live our lives for the great I Am. And it's only in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So John 6, 25-40. You can read it in the Pew Bibles or on your apps. John 6, verse 25. When they, referring to the many people following Jesus, when they found him, Jesus, on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? And Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. And then they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. Since they asked him, what so they asked him, What sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it's not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. 
Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I've come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Throughout history, we've been reminded that humanity needs certain things in life. We need certain things to survive. Many students and psychology students understand Maslow's hierarchy of needs that's been studied over and over. And some of these needs include some emotional needs and physical needs. Included in these physical needs are such things as air and food and water. If you look at many lists of things needed to survive, you will see food and water as necessary things that we need. We need food and drink for survival. In fact, the Lord's Prayer, don't we even pray, give us this day our daily bread. Now, we can live a certain amount of days without food, but that only lasts so long for our bodies. So let's take a look at the context of our reading from John 6. I didn't read this morning the first 24 verses, but I think it's important that we understand what happened in those first verses. So the beginning of John 6 includes the story of thousands of people following Jesus. Many, thousands of people had heard the signs and the miracles that Jesus had performed, and they were intrigued. Others were excited. Some may be skeptical, and others hopeful. And then, as they were listening to Jesus and following him, it was time for supper. And then we hear and read about the miracle in chapter 6, of where Jesus feeds the thousands of people. Several thousands of people were fed, and they got a free dinner that night. Now, who doesn't love a free dinner, right? Especially when, when you've been hungry. Again, we need food. Our bodies need it. But let's look a little deeper at this story, because bread is a symbol for food that sustains physical life. So the people are coming to Jesus because they have no bread. Feeding the folks was God providing them with nourishment. God providing and encouraging the people to remember that God always provides. Now, often with the Jewish people, what happens is that they're called to remember what happened in the past. And they're to remember the manna in the wilderness. The Old Testament manna story occurred during the exodus of the Israelite people leaving Egypt out of slavery. They were in the desert. And again, hundreds of thousands of people needed to be fed. And being in the wilderness meant that there was no grain available for the people to make loaves of bread. And bread was a necessity. Again, it's nourishment for life. And there wasn't much available to them in the desert in order for them to be nourished, let alone survive for 40 years. 
But again, the Israelites were provided for by the Lord. The Lord sent them manna from heaven, a bread-like substance. Again, this was a miracle from God. And the Israelites were provided manna every day for 40 years. And this story was a well-known story among the Jewish people. And this story was to be carried down from generation to generation. In fact, Moses was instructed by God to put some manna in a jar and to keep it with the Ten Commandments and to keep it with the Ark of the Covenant. The people were to remember that God always provides for their needs. Physical and spiritual. Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, we read, He humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had even known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but in every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Deuteronomy 8, and we hear that again in the New Testament books. Physical bread is important. Spiritual bread is important. Did you know that Bethlehem, the place where Jesus was born, is literally, literally translated as Beth, house, and Lehem, bread. Bethlehem is the house of bread. And it's likely no coincidence where Jesus, the bread of life, was born. Once again in this story, in John, God ensured that the needs of the people were met with the feeding of the thousands. And following this dinner, the disciples then decide to retreat to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and so they get into their boats. And once you know, then Jesus eventually joins up with them in the boat by walking on the water. We get that story in John 6 as well. And then the people who were fed and listening to Jesus, they continue to follow Jesus. And so the next day, they too, all the people get into boats, and they crossed over to Capernaum. And so we get to our reading this morning, where in verse 25, the people catch up to Jesus on the other side of the lake. And they call to their rabbi, their teacher, Hey, rabbi, when did you get here? And now Jesus knows the hearts of the people. And the people, he knows that the people were not looking for Jesus, their Savior, They were looking for Jesus for another free lunch. They were looking for a sandwich. And that's what they felt was, at that time, needed the most. In verse 31, the people bring up the fact that they remember the story of their ancestors in the wilderness, that God fed their ancestors for 40 years. So they remember that. They were good Jewish people. And if God fed some of the people for 40 years, that would be 40,800 meals for one person in that time period. That's a lot of meals. So the people are probably thinking, Jesus has got a long way to go yet with them. The followers of Jesus state, God gave the ancestors bread from heaven to eat. Jesus, you fed us yesterday. What are you going to feed us today? So several thousands of people were surrounding Jesus as he was at the synagogue in Capernaum. Several thousands who did not completely understand who Jesus is. And they didn't completely understand what they really needed and what Jesus could really provide. Several thousands of people surrounding Jesus in unbelief. I mean, they believe in the miracles because they saw that with their very own eyes but they don't believe in the Savior. 
And so Jesus doesn't waste an opportunity to teach his followers. He said, you're not really looking for me. You're actually looking for food. And as, important as, and, and as important as food is, I mean, we all know that food spoils. But he goes on to say what does not spoil is food that endures to eternal life. And by the way, I can give you that too. And Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Jesus wants his listeners to understand the bigger picture. Yes, physical bread sustains one physically and temporarily, but the spiritual component of humanity is important. And the spiritual aspect needs to be sustained. And Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is a spiritual bread that will sustain one for eternity. Physical survival is important, but do not ignore your eternal survival. And so the people knew their need for physical food, but they were unaware of their need for spiritual food. And they didn't believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So Jesus is telling people about eternal food. Again, eternal food that does not spoil. And the people are then asking Jesus, okay, we're hearing all this. What must we do? And what they must do is this. Jesus says, believe in the one that God has sent. Believe in the one that God has sent. Believe in Jesus. Believe that God has sent Jesus from heaven. Believe that the I am is divine. That the I am is God. The next verse, you sort of have to laugh at. I did anyways. And it probably applies to many of us. It's in verse 30. The people asked for a sign. A sign. The miracle the day before of feeding the thousands was not enough. The miracle that Jesus was standing right before them as God, as man, that wasn't enough. And then sometimes we've got to ask ourselves, do we even see the signs? Are we still asking for signs? Show us, Lord, who you are. This morning we celebrated the Lord's Supper. Jesus is present in us. He's present among us. We're probably still wondering and asking for signs. But our Jesus, our Savior, is patient. Verse 33, Jesus says that he is the bread of God who comes down from heaven and he gives life to the world. And as he's saying this, people are probably still looking at the skies, waiting to see if manna is going to fall down again. And he says in verse 35, listen people, I am the bread of life. The sign is right before your very eyes. Jesus is a sign. See him, believe him, follow him, love him. I am the bread of life. God provides his one and only son that whoever believes will not perish but will have eternal life. Just like manna came down from the heavens to provide life and nourishment to the people in the wilderness, God sent his one and only son from heaven to earth to provide spiritual nourishment and eternal life to his people who are still so often wandering in the wilderness. 
a gift to his people out of nothing that we've done, out of everything what God has done. Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is more than a sandwich. God, our Father, has given us the true bread from heaven. Jesus alone is where our hope is found. Jesus alone is the only means by which people can be saved. Jesus alone is the only way to eternal life. Jesus is the bread of life. So people of God, believe in the one who gives each of us eternal life. You see, just as food is necessary for us to stay alive physically, Jesus is necessary for us to stay alive eternally. And he just doesn't only give us eternal life. That's an awesome gift for all of us. But he already provides new life today. Jesus impacts our lives today. He is sufficient for our needs. Believing in Christ means that all our sins are forgiven our past, present, future sins. He's taken them all upon him. We were reminded of that again through the Lord's Supper. The forgiveness of all our sins. Christ's death and his blood are sufficient to remove all our sins. What assurance, what a promise, what a gift. So as we are in this season of Lent, and as we are approaching closer to the Good Friday, that Good Friday, and being reminded of what happened on that Good Friday, and also being reminded that the miracle did not end on that Good Friday, but we receive new life through Resurrection Sunday. And as we're approaching that, are you pursuing only the physical bread? Or are you pursuing the bread of life? This week, the financial markets tanked again. And perhaps some of you were worried. Maybe others don't care. But just like physical bread and financial dough, or perhaps other things we're putting our trust in, we have to be reminded that all these material things are like food. They spoil. So are you putting your full trust in the bread of life? He who doesn't spoil. And if so, how are you being fed by God? The bread is available, but are you eating from this bread? And are you sharing this bread of heaven with others? There's no secret to the there's no secret recipe to the bread of life. Jesus has freely offered himself to each of us as a gift. And he calls us to surrender our lives to him. To receive this gift of life. And to believe in him. And love him with our heart, soul, strength, and mind. And together we say, Amen. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, you send your Son to this earth for your people. And we praise you. Our Father in heaven, you give us daily bread and all that we need to physically live our lives, and we praise you. Our Father in heaven, you have forgiven our sins through the body and blood of your Son, your, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, the bread of life. Through your Spirit, work in us to feed on this bread of life, to be nourished, to believe that Jesus is our only hope to eternal life. So Lord, for those who do believe 
Maybe some are recent believers. Maybe some are believers all their life. But whoever they are, increase their faith. For those who do not yet believe, through your spirit, provide them faith to love and to live for Jesus. To feed on the bread of life that doesn't spoil. We thank you for your love and for your marvelous grace that you offer to each of us. Thank you for Jesus. And it is only in his name we pray. Amen.